You're listening to The Leadership Pod, episode 48, Q&A episode, how to make a soft voice sound confident. Welcome to The Leadership Pod, the go-to podcast for ambitious emerging leaders. I'm Cara Ronan. I'm a leadership coach and best-selling video course creator for Business Etiquette 101, Social Skills for Success, and the Assertive Communication Skills Masterclass. I created this podcast to help you build your brand, visibility, and influence so you can unlock your leadership potential. Enjoy this episode. Hello and welcome back to another episode of The Leadership Pod. So today we are doing a Q&A episode and the question has come from one of my Udemy students called Jay Deep and it's actually an issue or an obstacle that I have had to overcome in my life as well. So I thought it would be a really great uh, topic to talk about in a Q&A episode on The Leadership Pod. Now, if you are a regular listener, when I started this podcast, you've probably heard of me talking about Q&A episodes before. Maybe you've listened to a number of the Q&A episodes I already have out there, but I did stop doing them for a number of months. So for a number of reasons, I stopped doing them. But lately I've had a number of questions come from mostly my video course students. And I thought, well, I really need to start incorporating these questions back into the Q&A episodes because a lot of them were very relevant to the listeners, very relevant to you. And I thought they would be very helpful if I share my answers that I shared with my video course students, if I shared those answers with you in this podcast. So I've decided to incorporate the Q&A episodes back into this podcast. Now, they won't necessarily be done every month. I don't really want to stick to a schedule for the Q&A episodes, but they I will slide them in every now and then whenever I receive a question that I think is applicable, relevant, and my answer will be very helpful for you as a listener of this podcast. So if you are not familiar with the Q&A episodes, the the format of the Q&A episodes, basically what happens is somebody sends me in a question and then I answer the question via this podcast and I share tips and strategies and my overall answer and advice in the podcast episode. I get a lot of questions from my video course students, but I do want you to know that as a listener of this podcast, if you have a question that you want me to answer for you, please feel free to send it to me by email, by LinkedIn direct message, by Instagram direct message. You will find all of my details, my contact details on my website, executive-impressions.com. Or if you're connected with me on LinkedIn, you can find me there. You can also find me on Instagram too. So let's get this episode started. Now, the question I received, I'm going to read out the question that JD sent to me. And then I'll go into providing my answer for the question. And when I give my answer, it's going to be talking as though I was addressing Jadeep personally. So his question is this. I used to have a very strong and assertive voice, but a few occasions I felt it used to intimidate others around me. So I started lowering the volume of my voice. Now I have a very soft voice and often due to my soft voice, I'm not seen as very assertive or convincing. How do I fix this? Because when I try to speak a bit more loudly, I become self-conscious and it's not coming naturally to me. 
So when I read this question, I immediately saw that there are really two separate issues we are talking about here. The first is the issue of the soft voice, and that is the one that I can relate to more, and how to make that soft voice more confident and more assertive. The second issue we're dealing with here is the issue of being self-conscious when you speak louder. So I will address both of those issues in this podcast episode. Now, what was happening with JD is that you were speaking with a strong and assertive voice. So clearly you know how to do that, but you notice that it intimidated others. So over time, you started lowering the volume of your voice. Now this tells me that you are very self-aware. Self-awareness is a really great trait to have in leadership and as a professional. It means that you are emotionally intelligent and emotional intelligence is one of the key soft skills that you need for the future of work. So you are emotionally intelligent because you can read other people well. You are aware of your actions, of your communication and how those actions impact other people. And this is really what self-awareness is about. It's what emotional intelligence is about. So to me, you have a high level of that, and that is a fantastic trait to have. But what I do find, and this is really through my own personal experience, is that sometimes we can become too aware of others, and this can prevent us from acting or from communicating like our natural selves. You know, it's great to have the awareness or the concern for others and the awareness of how our communication or how our actions impact other people. But you also need to be aware that sometimes this can inhibit you from being natural or confident in your interactions and your communication too. So it's important to find a balance here. And I want to address these two issues that you are facing. And hopefully throughout that, you will be able to find a good balance so that you can sound confident and use your voice in a confident way, but not intimidate other people. So the first issue we are dealing with here is the issue of the soft voice and how to make it sound more confident or more assertive. So a soft voice is actually very common. Many people have trouble coming across as assertive because they have a soft voice. I am one of those people. So I completely understand when, where you are coming from. And because I have experienced this, I wrote a blog post. This was a number of years ago, one of the very earlier blog posts that I wrote for my website, Executive Impressions. And I've had a number of comments on that blog post. So clearly a lot of people do have a soft voice and they want to know how they can sound more confident and sound more assertive, especially in a professional environment. For me, I remember when I was about 18 or 19 years old, I was looking for a job and I called up a business this day. I was interested in working for them. So I wanted to ask them if there were any positions available. So it took a lot of confidence to, you know, pick up the phone and call this business out of the blue. But, you know, that was a long before jobs were advertised on LinkedIn or advertised online even. They were really only advertised in newspapers back then. So you your choices when you were looking for a job was to go to the newspaper or to contact companies directly. So this is how I got all of my jobs at that time. And one day I called this business, I introduced myself and I said I was looking for work. And the receptionist on the other end of the line, obviously she couldn't really hear or understand what I was saying. She said to me, are you looking for your mummy? 
And I was so surprised that she said that to me on the phone. I was trying to be professional. I thought I was sounding very mature and like an adult because I wanted to come across as professional and confident. You know, I was looking for a job, but clearly I wasn't. She thought that I was a child calling to speak with my mother. And this was a pivotal moment for me. It was really a wide awakening and it became clear that I sound young. I sound shy. And, you know, that was when I was back at 18, 19 years old. So my voice was probably a lot softer than what it is right now. And I knew that this was not the impression I wanted to give people. This was not the impression that was going to help me get a job or find a job or succeed in life. So I obviously had to change something here. And, you know, that opportunity, me calling up that business, that went absolutely nowhere. Uh, I guess it's not surprising, but I did take it as a learning experience that I needed to learn how to sound more confident when I spoke. Uh, So Deep, you know, a soft voice is very common and anyone listening, if you can relate to the story, maybe something like this has happened to you in your life, just know that it is common. You are not the only one, but it doesn't have to be this way. You can implement some strategies that I'm going to share with you right now to help you make your voice sound a lot more confident and a lot more mature and a lot more credible, especially in business. So I'm going to share with you two ideas, and these are really effective ideas. The first one I do share in my Leadership Presence Masterclass when I conduct that in Perth. And the first idea is to avoid the upswing. So do you know what the upswing is? Have you ever heard of the upswing before? You may not have heard the term, the upswing. You may have heard it called something slightly differently. But I am sure you have heard people use the upswing at one time or another, probably many times throughout your life. So the upswing is basically the rising intonation at the end of a statement. So not a question, because when you ask somebody a question, it is natural to have that rising intonation at the end of your question so they understand that you are asking a question. But when you are communicating a statement, you don't want that rising intonation. A statement is something you should be certain about, is something you should be clear about. So you don't need that rising intonation. Otherwise, it does make your statement sound like a question. I'm going to give you an example here. I'm going to introduce myself as if I was using the upswing so you can really understand what the upswing sounds like. Hi, my name is Kara. I'm the founder of Executive Impressions. So that was the upswing. Now I'm going to use the downswing. Hi, my name is Kara. I'm the founder of Executive Impressions. Do you see the difference between the two ways of introducing myself? The first way was using the upswing. The second way was using the downswing. Now, why is the upswing so bad? Why shouldn't you use the upswing? Well, think about how it made me sound. Did it make me sound insecure? Did it make me sound hesitant? unsure, like I lacked confidence. It probably did, right? Whenever you hear somebody use the upswing for their statements, this is how it makes them sound. It makes them sound insecure and hesitant and unsure of themselves because they are communicating a statement, but in the form of a question. So you get the impression as a listener that the other person is seeking approval from you and that they're not really sure about what they're saying. And these are clues that you give to the other person 
which leads them to think that you are young or that you have a low level of self-confidence, when in reality, you probably want them to think that you are confident, that you're assertive and that you're very professional. If you want to achieve that, then you need to use the downswing when you communicate for your statements. And a tip I want to share here is the upswing is very common when you're introducing yourself, especially to somebody new, because you are in that moment of vulnerability. You might feel a bit insecure. You don't really know that person and you want them to like you. And quite often when you are in this mindset, the upswing just creeps in to your communication style, but it's the worst time for you to use it. Now, the reason for this is because you are making a first impression and the first impression you make, you do not want that to be that you are young, that you are inexperienced, that you lack confidence. If you've listened to one of the very earlier episodes I did on this podcast, it was all about first impressions, how they are formed and how first impressions stick and how they last and they impact every future interaction you have with that person from that time on, then you will understand why making a confident first impression and a strong first impression is so important. If you haven't listened to that episode and you're curious to learn about how first impressions are formed and the psychology behind them, then head back to that earlier episode of the Leadership Pod. I will put it in the show notes for you. The second idea I want to share with you is to use the other person's name in conversation. So this is another strategy I've learned that is extremely effective to sound assertive and also to help you connect with the other person. So when you use somebody's name, it makes them feel important. It makes them feel special. It makes them feel appreciated. Dale Carnegie, he once said, a person's name to him or her, is the sweetest and most important sound in any language. And that is absolutely true. If you use somebody's name in a kind way, not in a bossy or an authoritative way, like a teacher or a parent would if they were reprimanding a child, if you use it in a kind way, it really makes that person feel special. So how do I use somebody's name in a conversation, I would usually use it at the beginning or at the end of the sentence. So I'll give you a couple of examples. Dana, could you take care of the invoice for XYZ Company by this afternoon? Another example. I need the invoice for XYZ Company finished by this afternoon. Do you think you can manage that, Dana? So I've noticed when I use this strategy, it really helps me to form a connection with that person. And it also helps me to sound confident because I'm addressing them personally. I'm not trying to hide behind any kind of indirect communication. So try this the next time in business situations, in networking with your family and friends as well. And let me know how it goes for you. Let me know if it helps you feel more confident within yourself. And let me know if it helps you convey more confidence to that other person, if you see any change in your interaction with that other person because you are using their name more in conversation. Now getting to the second issue that I want to address for Jay Deep's question, and that is the issue of being self-conscious when you speak louder. So what's happened here is that Jay Deep, you have learned that people are intimidated if you speak louder. So you have changed your communication style and you have softened it to avoid intimidating other people. Now, the underlying issue here is that you have developed the limiting belief that when you speak louder, you're going to intimidate others. And this limiting belief is stopping you from coming across as assertive and as confident. 
I really like to encourage all of my clients to be natural, to be themselves, not to be somebody that they are not. So that's something I want to encourage you to do as well as a listener of this podcast, you know, speak, communicate in your natural way, in your natural voice. Now, having a loud voice, if that is something you listening have, it's very much like being a tall person. You know, when you're around a tall person, it can sometimes be a little intimidating because of their size, right? It goes back to the natural animal instinct of size equals power. It's a natural instinct that we have, that we interpret as humans. But I bet there are also many tall people you have met who are super sweet, who are quite shy. And one of the telltale signs of this is when you might see people walking or standing with their shoulders slumped or with bad posture, especially in tall people, because they feel out of place. They feel, they know that they are much taller than other people and they try to put themselves back you know, at the same height as everyone else. So they feel like they are more involved, like they're more like everybody else. And the same thing goes for a voice. You know, having a loud voice naturally is much like being a tall person naturally. It kind of makes you feel out of place. You may feel a bit intimidating. You may feel that you're overpowering other people. But the reality is this is a voice you were given, right? You can't do much about that. You can't change your vocal cords. You can't change a lot about your voice. But there are a couple of things that you can incorporate in your communication style to soften your overall communication and prevent it from being so overpowering or so intimidating for other people. The first thing that you can do is ask people if they understand your message when you're talking. So when you're talking to people, if you feel that they are taking your message as very direct, as very authoritative, you can check in with them as you're talking and ask them if they're following you. An example of what you might say here is, is what I'm saying making sense to you? And this will invite the other person into the conversation and make it a bit more collaborative. And they will understand very quickly that you are not being authoritative. You want to create a more collaborative atmosphere, a more collaborative conversation with them. And you're interested in what they think and what they feel. And the second thing you can do is to ask people what their thoughts are. So this is inviting them into the conversation and communicating to them that you want to know what they think and what they feel or what their opinion is. An example of what you could say here is, I'd like to know what you think or tell me how you see the issue. And of course, say it in a tone of voice that is not direct, that's not authoritative, that is not aggressive in any way. Because tone of voice does matter a lot when you're communicating. So if you do naturally have a loud voice, then you need to make sure that the tone you use when you talk to people or when you ask them questions is a kind tone. It's a warm tone and you're really inviting them genuinely into the conversation. And by asking them, what do they think? What is their opinion? Then it tells them that you are open to other people's opinions, which in turn makes you look more collaborative and makes you look less overpowering. And people love this in leadership. Leadership is really changing, especially since 2020. That's something I've noticed with a lot of the the interactions I've had with people, a lot of the reading, a lot of my observations on social media as well. Leadership is changing and empathy 
collaboration, things like that are becoming a lot more important in leadership. So if you can communicate that as a leader, as a professional, then you're really putting yourself in the position to succeed in the future of work because this is something people are looking for, it's something people want. And if you can give them that, then double points for you. Well, I hope this answers your question, JD. I hope you enjoyed this episode and I hope you listening got a lot of value and a lot of tips from what I shared in this episode. Remember my invitation for you to send me your questions for future Q&A episodes. So please take advantage of that. It really is a fantastic opportunity for you to get your questions answered by me. And quite often I make these into YouTube videos as well. So uh, if you want to send me your question, please do so. I will be happy to receive it. And it can be anonymous. So if you don't want me to mention your name, please just let me know. I have no problem with that. Next week, I will be back with another episode. And this one is about how to be confident when you are talking to people. So it's kind of related to this episode. If you enjoyed this one, then you will definitely enjoy next week's episode. So definitely come back for that. Thank you for listening. And I will talk to you again next week. I hope you enjoyed this episode of The Leadership Pod. Thank you so much for listening. If you did find some useful tips in this episode, then please leave a review on Apple Podcasts. Don't forget to check out my YouTube channel where you'll find videos to help you advance as an emerging leader. And I would love to hear from you via social media. You can find me on LinkedIn, Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook. The links are on my website. Take care and thanks again for listening.